Again, before we start this episode of the show, we of course want to tell you about DraftKings. Round two is no joke. It's starting here very soon. We've got a lot of series tied up at two games apiece in the NBA. And this is where we separate the pretenders from contenders. DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports. They are offering free-to-play pools every day of the basketball playoffs, offering players a free shot of up to $10,000 in total prizes each day. And that's right, it is free. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head the DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. I'm Corey Crenshaw. I'm Ricky Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. In a world where social media is king and everyone is an expert in everything, get the facts from your insiders here on Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. Here are your hosts, Corey Crenshaw and Richie Flores. Welcome back in Sporty Nation. Um, I am back. And um, I guess according to what they made up for me, um, I have survived my traveler's diarrhea, I guess. So it's nice to be back with you all and healthy and full of electrolytes and whatever else I guess you do to recover from traveler's diarrhea. Um, and And I'm excited to do another episode with my best friend, Richie Suave Flores. How you doing? Hello, Corey. We are, uh, I'm glad to have you back, by the way. Um, Me and Scotty, I think, put together a heck of an episode. It was uh, very hockey heavy for the most part. Scotty got to have his little rant about goaltender interference and um, talked a lot of NHL stuff. We got to make fun of Wayne Gretzky. So you were missed, but Scotty filled in quite admirably. Well, I would hope so. Um, I mean, I got to listen to it today um, when we were heading down from up north because uh, per the usual, for some reason, I don't know why people on vacation weekends uh, up north always want to end up starting a fire. So, you know, we were stuck trying to come back down and we're listening to it in the car. If you really want to test your relationship, have uh, your fiance step in for you on your podcast and then listen back to it with them in the car with nowhere to go. <laughs> it's um, it's an interesting experience. We survived it very well. Now, I was, I was very, I was very proud of both of you. Luckily, um, you know, you two are also very close friends as well. So it was very natural to hear you two together. And it was, it was funny. There were some things that, um, I obviously laughed at about like the the whole traveler's diarrhea thing, which is not surprising coming from Scotty. It was going to be any of the weirdest things he could find um, to say that I had, I knew was probably going to be coming. And then um, the other part was me sitting here going, okay, when I would hear your guys' discussions, I go, yeah, but this or that. And then you'd be saying that like, three to five seconds later and I started laughing and I told Scotty you know what this shows to you how often Richie and I talk 
for one, how long we've known each other, and uh, also how long we've been doing the show together that I already knew what you were going to say before you said it. So that was actually kind of cool to be on that end and uh, hear it that way as opposed to um, being the one having the conversation with you too. Am I really that predictable? No, it just certain things like um, when you guys were talking about the new um, coach for the for the Coyotes and why they would be choosing um, why they're going down the route of choosing a younger coach and so on and so forth. And I'm like, yeah, and it, and and probably probably a lot of it's got to be money too. It's going to be cheaper. And then you brought up the fact that it was cheaper after that. And so it was just things that like you know they're little factoids that I know that are rumbling around in your head. And so I just, when they come out, I'm like, Oh, there's Richie saying that it's not the fact that you're predictable. It's just, I understand the way you think. <laughs> I, th- that's why this show works. I think that's why our show is the best show on the entire network. 100% now. And especially too, now that we're part of what, like with, even within our net, like our network is owned by an even bigger person now or company now. And we are just part of their like uh, podcast division, I guess you could call it. And there are like three of them now, I think, and there quite possibly could be a fourth one coming. But I, I dare to say that our, our, um, our friendship on this show is probably cooler than anyone in THPN, TBPN, and whatever the food one is called. Although, although part of me wants to be on the food one sometime. I really want to know what type of food they're talking about on that thing. I think it's called the Eat Dine Network or something. I should probably look it up, but... This shows you guys how honestly prepared we are. I mean, as it is, I came down from up north and was like, all right, let's go into the show. And we only have really like one Coyotes thing that's been super prepared for because of the fact that it was kind of like some bigger news today. But outside of that, we're just kind of going. I I do have a small proposal for you, Richie, that I think we should do. Um, because some guys on the network while you were shooting with Scotty reached out to me and, um, heard that you guys were going off the rails to the point where you're talking about traveler's diarrhea and such. I I never thought tweeting out that you guys were talking about traveler's diarrhea would actually entice people to want to be on a show with us. You know, the weird things that come out online, but, um... There's a couple of guys from the network that actually want to do a podcast with us to simply just go off the rails. Oh, well, that's doable. That's very easy to do. (laughs) So I was thinking we needed to come, we needed to do some in here that are special off the rails episodes where we have like three hockey topics. And that's what we start that segment off with is a, is a hockey topic. And then we just let it flow to wherever it goes from there. That's usually what we do on this show. So I feel like that would be 
that's that's what we do. So you're saying to just not even plan what we we talk about and then just see where we go, or like I mean, I mean, like I can bring up some random shit stories to get people fired up about because as we've shown in the past, we had our best of episodes a couple weeks back after the season ended, and like we we get into, we get into some weird fucking places, and that that would test people's um, reactions to them. Because, like, you and I are fine with doing it, right? Where we can talk about dick size for 10 minutes and be, like, perfectly okay. But, like, we bring in somebody else to talk about dick size. And I don't know if they'd be willing to I mean, do that. The, the two people <laughs> that were really, really into this were Nick Floor and uh, Bayou Benders. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they would be okay with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those two. Absolutely. <laughs> So, I mean, I think this this has to be one of our, our future episodes is us just going off the rails. It is um, off-season time. We don't do after hours anymore. Um, I feel like it would be a good outlet for all of us and be quite entertaining. We keep on um, preaching that we want the new uh, NHL on TNT to be fun and exciting and goofy and just downright dumb, basically as it is for the NBA. So we might as well live what we preach. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a good call. So maybe at some point in the next few weeks, we'll, we'll, we should set that up, see if we can make it happen. And, and then we can even do it. We can do it live too. Oh shit. That mm-hmm. would be a whole nother level to that thing. Do it live. Damn, mm-hmm. I'm going to... This is going to be a big deal, folks. Mm-hmm. If we're going to be doing this live, that means no one can cheese out when it comes to uncomfortable topics. They will just have to be able to answer the question. Yeah, it's going to be putting people on the spot live on on YouTube, on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, wherever we can go up and they, they will be exposed for not being able to go toe to toe with us in terms of weirdness. <laughs> we invite the, the ducks guys to this too. Cause I it was, wasn't it them that said that they had in episode that they had a random shit thing that they felt was our level of weird. Yeah. They did the one that we ended up talking about too. The Disney princesses question. Which which that one actually got into a very strange place. Yes. I will not deny that. That one probably actually got into a weirder place than any of our own random shit stories. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you know what? I think you might be right with that. Yeah. So we have to come up with something on that level of weird. But I, this is doable. Hey, Sporty Nation, if you have any random shit or off the rails topics you want us to go into on this, go ahead and send it our way. Um, and, and we might end up talking about it where we got to start, um, you know, somewhere and hopefully these guys don't avoid us in our podcast from here on out. Cause that could be a possibility after dealing with us. I'm not going to lie. Oh, here we go. I, I have one right here. That would be perfect. So we don't have to talk about it on the show today, but here's the headline. Are you ready? Oh, God. 
Sex robot replicas that mimic partners' personalities using AI could hit the market. Oh, that's so creepy. I know. Woman cloned into sex doll so realistic you'd need microscope to tell them apart. That is a great way to get murdered. Bodybuilder who married his sex doll wants to introduce male version into relationship. Male version into relationship. Wow. Huh. That seems like something out of Borat. And then the last headline here from, all from the same website, the Daily Star in the UK. Annual testicle eating festival ruined by fraudsters paying with fake money. (laughs) I I have so many questions. So many questions. So do I. So all those stories and more coming up in a few weeks. How about that for a teaser? Absolutely. Love it. (laughs) Love it. This is how insane we are, people. Totally not normal. But we love it that way. So, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. But what we do not love is more turmoil in the Coyotes organization, Corey, because we got the news on Sunday that the Coyotes are losing yet another piece of their front office as it was announced that um, – Special assistant to Bill Armstrong and director of goaltending operations Brian DeCord is leaving the organization. He's resigning um, after just eight months with the team. And the only thing that was said was in a text message to Craig Morgan saying, I am proud to have worked for the Coyotes and appreciative of the opportunity to work for Bill Armstrong. I was a tremendous... It was a tremendous experience, and I met a lot of great people in Arizona. I look forward to following the team and watching the Coyotes become a championship organization. This was kind of a – it came out of nowhere. We seemingly don't have much of an explanation as to why it happened. Remember, Brian DeCord was one of the first people that Bill Armstrong hired. And I remember talking to Cat about it too because it was part of the goaltending situation. And and uh, we were like, oh, okay, that's – Cool, putting that much effort into the goaltending situation is a good idea, right? And uh, and now eight months later, Brian DeCord is no longer with the organization. So here we go again, just more madness into this offseason. The funny part of this article that I just, I guess I didn't realize that they're like, oh, well, it could have been um, easy way to say that the reason why he left is because, you know, he lives in Boston and, and, uh, and basically that, you know, he's so far away and everything that he has his own company and everything there in Boston. And so that's why um, his stop at goaltending hockey schools are in the Boston area. And that, like, that was why, um, you know, he left and everything. Because obviously, there's like you said, there is no speculation, basically, on why he left. And it's it's funny to me. I never knew that he was in Boston this whole time. Were you aware of that? No, that's yeah, that was news to me. 
So I just thought that was really interesting. They're saying that like, oh, well, the easy thing to say is that he he was so far away. That's why he he decided not to stay with the team. Um, but it was remote from the start and it was known that it was going to be remote. So it, it, it kind of takes away that theory because nothing there had changed. It, it's hard to not feel like something s- sinister has arisen. But, um, you know, I, I hate to jump to conclusions, but it does seem a little bit strange. Yeah, and Craig goes on to talk about in the rest of the story how the entire depth chart when it comes to the goaltending coaching structure here is going to be completely different because um, Zach Burke, who was with the AHL Tucson Roadrunners as their goalie development coach, has left the organization. He departed to become the Ottawa Senators goalie coach. Now, the fast, there's an actual little tie there to the Decord family there, of all things, because um, Joey Decord, uh, Brian Decord's son, played at ASU, is a goaltender in the Senators organization, obviously. So that's where Zach Burke is now. And then it also was brought up that Corey Schwab, who has been a great coach here in Arizona for the last couple seasons with Auntie Ranta and Darcy Kemper and Aiden Hill too. We've seen a big improvement from his contract is up, I believe, at the end of the at the end of uh, end of or at the end of June. So we could be seeing a complete overhaul of the goaltending situation. And like, I don't understand how Bill Armstrong can have more on his plate this offseason. <laughs> you know. Like, you hire GMs to do a certain job and, like, okay, well, you can sign free agents and make trades and then do a draft, and that's about it. But nope, if you're Bill Armstrong, you got to hire a new coach, you got to hire a new coaching staff, you got to hire uh, a new goaltending coach, you got to uh, <laughs> do all this more stuff. You have the expansion draft, too. Like, I do not envy the offseason that Bill Armstrong has ahead of him. Well, this is the concerning part of all of this is like no matter why he left, if there are more sinister undertones of why he left and so on and so forth. um, The biggest thing I think that you just hit on that my biggest problem I have with it is the fact that no human being can really deal with this much shit all at once. You know, even if you are one of the best GMs in, in our lifetime, it's still not going to be enough to be able to fill in all of these missing pieces with all of the pieces that fit perfectly. And it just kind of says to me more and more and more that there is going to be some interesting parts of this team that will be having to be put in and taken out until they find those perfect pieces. And it just really feels like this rebuilding is going to get more and more complicated and as as complicated as it gets there's a higher probability of this team struggling due to the fact that there's so many pieces that are moving and stability is the last word i would use to describe this team and this organization at the moment it's i i kind of wonder it seems like this was Brian DeCord's own decision to make to no longer be with the organization. So I wonder then. I feel that as well. Why did he take the job in the first place? 
Well, it just, I, I think part of it too is it's interesting. You either have two different sides. Something very significant must have happened in between this time of when he got hired to now that something he doesn't like, he got a, a great opportunity, um, it was too much. Something either happened in there or you are correct. He was uh, not dumb, but uh, he was wrong in the way of taking this job when he obvi it obviously wasn't going to work out for him. Um, so I don't know if we will get any more facts on this, but it would be kind of nice to know um, whether it's something super benign or not what exactly led him to this point, especially when they seem to have had from top to bottom, you know, a very dynamic goaltending uh, team within this organization. And all of a sudden it's, you know, quickly seems to be falling apart. What led to the point of having, having that happen, having someone who Armstrong really truly trusted in and believed in, bail on him too i think that's also a really interesting aspect of this it, it even if it is a very like i said before a very benign thing it does have some connotations in it that you're just like what the fuck like what happened here yeah you, you know i feel like this team a lot of times has those situations and they happen way too often where like for example steve sullivan Right? Big story over the course of the very beginning of, of the 2021 season, right? Um, we're, we're leading up to it at least. And we were all like, whoa, what's going on here? Right? He was in contention for the full-time GM job. And then all of a sudden, it's over. And we still have no idea where he, what happened to him or the entire reasoning behind him leaving. And then you have um, this situation with the court and then – we have the situation with everything that was reported by the athletic a few months ago. And, and you just, you just wonder if like Brian DeCourt came in and was like, uh, whoa, there's a lot going on here. This is too much for one person to handle in terms of whatever the culture was like, whatever the, uh, whatever the purse strings are like in terms of getting paid and whatnot. Like we know that was a problem at times um, in over the past year for this team. So I wonder if that's the, if that was the case there, like it's speculation obviously, but it kind of line up with everything else. We know that this, the organization as a whole isn't your top tier organization to put it nicely. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that was one of the speculations. It's funny that uh, Craig ended that article with, like, you know, it, it's it's bad to speculate, essentially, in it um, because none of us really know. I think if it does come out that it is a um, it is a culture type thing that caused this problem, then that is something serious in the fact that he worked remotely. So if you're having issues with the culture of a team when you aren't even working in the building, that's not good. And and that's why part of me feels that that's maybe not it, considering the fact that 
when you have distance like that, it helps a fair amount. I am more leaning towards the side of, yes, I don't think, um, you know, this team really has the, the money that some people would like, but at the same time, you know, getting um, a, a decent position like that in hockey isn't always like something that you come by every day. So I feel like usually kind of how it is generally in sports. I'm just going to be completely honest with you guys. Generally in sports, one of the things that I was told um, at the very beginning of me working in sports was you will never get paid. The money always goes to the field of the ice. That is basically how every sports team is. And so um, unless you are higher, higher up, you really don't make a lot of money. It's more because you get to work for a sports team and be in that environment. And they always claim, you know, like that's why they're so competitive. Um, you could have the same experience as someone who's making 20 grand more than you outside of sports just because it's sports so that that's always a possibility in sports I will never deny that but you also have to wonder if it is more of a shit show in the fact that um, Bill Armstrong has somewhat bitten off more than he can chew in the fact that he is trying to revamp this organization a little bit too quick and that could be why Decord left in the fact that it was just too much, and especially for someone who was remote to be able to handle that type of a workload from there and to be able to handle his his own schools back in Boston. It, it's I could see that being way too much and having to, you know, pull that cord before he he hit the ground. And I, I think that would be if I had to assume that would be my assumption. Yeah, I I hope we find out the entire situation at some point, but I don't think we will. So, uh, yet again, another story that I think shocked a lot of Coyotes fans when they saw that on Sunday morning. So, a uh, couple other quick tidbits from that Craig Morgan uh, article on, on Sunday. Uh, not a lot of updates when it comes to the coaching search Seems like they're taking it pretty slow at this point, and we're not going to ex- be expected to really know much more anytime soon. Um, other than we should expect a coach in place by the NHL draft. So, got that going for you. Connor Garland continues to clean up at the World Championships. Um, he's got a goal and five points. Uh, Michael Bunting, playing for Team Canada, doesn't have a point yet. Um and then Aiden Hill uh, saw 13 or 14 shots in a win against Italy. So the United States is is looking still in contention for a gold medal, whereas Canada is not. I believe Canada lost twice, so they're going to have a little bit of an uphill battle to get back in it as um, Darcy Kemper struggled there for a little bit. So that's all your Coyotes news for, for, for the most part. Oh, and a little nugget here too about the TV ratings. Uh, according to Craig, the Sports Business Journal posted its TV ratings for NHL teams this year. And the Coyotes for Bally Sports Arizona experienced the second largest decline in viewership, a 29% drop ahead of only the Buffalo Sabres. 
Oh, do you think that's the Coyotes' fault? Or do no, you think I, it's Bally Sports' fault for having a, one, shitty app, and two, not having their channel on basically any service in the Valley outside of DirecTV and Cox? And guess what? When they were Fox Sports and I was in college, they were having us do sports marketing for um, uh, the D-backs because they were having a hard time getting younger viewership for D-backs games. So I'm sure the D-backs are doing relatively fine because usually older individuals have cable. So they will have, you know, um, the Cox or the DirecTV um, or, yeah, I think those are the only two that have it now. And then, um, but the one team that was doing the best and younger viewership which is the people that usually have streaming services, they were the ones that all watched Coyotes games. So if you want some facts there, I guarantee you that is why there was a large drop. I have to agree with you. Absolutely. Why else would there be a massive, massive decline other than people just literally not having the ability to watch them at all. So I don't remember the exact date of when, but it's been, it lines up pretty well with the season to season drop. Cause I think on the previous season, at least for the most part, for at least half the season in that 2019, 2020 season, I believe Fox sports Arizona at the time was still available on streaming. That was not the case this year. So I have a feeling that's why. So don't I don't think you have to dig too deep into figuring that out. When you lose a lot of your viewers' ability to even watch it all, that makes the most sense. Other people around the NHL would still see that and try and correlate that as this is why hockey can't work in Arizona. Just totally false. So um, we got one more NHL thing to get to here before we wrap up. And then maybe we'll, we'll end with a, a, another random shit topic here I can find as I scroll through all these weird-ass damn stories. Oh, I have to call you out on something before yeah. we end the show. Yeah? Uh, Richie wanted to talk on this podcast about the Gen Z sensation that is the word chuggy. Yeah. Oh, I I do not want to give any recognition to the word chuggy. Our generation had a word. It was basic. They are trying to recreate the wheel. And they're trying to recreate the wheel in a mean way. Like I feel like chuggy has a like a bad connotation to it. Whereas people were proud to be basic. And I feel like why create a new word for something we already have, which is the word basic. And all of the basic bitches out there and all of the basic guys out there have already embraced it. I don't know why we're backtracking on this. You know what Chugi reminds me of? It's 
You know how we call old people boomers? Okay, boomer? Yes, that's fun. What's funny is my, my dad's actually laughed at that a few times. He, he thinks it's pretty funny. And that's kind of what Shugi reminds me of. It's like the younger people's version of okay, boomer is calling millennials Chugi. Well, the, the funny part is all it essentially is is stuff that was cool back in like the older days. The This is my whole thing that I had with it when I was doing this quiz um, last night that you sent me. Um, I only got like, what, 5% or something like that. And I, I at first made a joke to you and I made a joke to Scotty that I go, this just proves I was never cool because, uh, you know, a lot of these things are like things that all of like the popular cool people would do. And then I thought about it some more and like Scotty's brother and sister-in-law are nine years older than him and they hit almost every single one of those back in the day, back in their like high school, college days. Um, they hit all of them, you know, like the, the Chevron, having everything in Chevron and the live, love, laugh and the, the, all that stuff. And it occurred to me that, um, they're, they're actually a little bit off. What they are is, um, they're targeting more of the like elder millennials, like the ones that are towards the like very top end of the millennial scale. Those of us that are like towards the bottom end, like we're, I guess, like the zillennials or whatever, we were too young for a lot of that. I feel like there's a whole nother set of things that were cool back in our day that they want to try and take away from us, like our side parts and our our skinny jeans. Um, and, you know, they should just throw like the, the black, a bunch of black eyeliner in there and um side swept bangs um peplum shirts you know those type of things uh because they always go back to they're going back to the full-blown like puka shell necklace days and those are too are i feel like are are too old for a lot of us that are the like younger millennials yeah, I think that might be the case here. Now, the only reason I know this word exists is because you sent me a video one time where it was explaining. It was like some uh, Instagram reel. and, oh, and He were- does millennial updates, and they are the funniest shit you will ever watch. That I had never known that word either until um, – I can't think of his name. Um, it's Rod something. But he's he's on Instagram, and he has these millennial updates that are just freaking hilarious. There's there's shit that you just forgot was even a part of your life in it. And um, he was the one who brought up the word chuggy, and so I had to get your guys' opinion on it because I just felt like it was some of the dumbest shit I had heard in a long time. Yeah, and there was some of it where I felt directly called out by, including, I believe it was like having a Harry Potter sticker or something like that. I was like, oh, man. Okay, and so cargo I got, shorts. Yes, cargo shorts. Yes, I have owned myself a lot of cargo shorts. Okay, so I found another one. 
a quiz. What percent chuggy are you? Seven questions. Let's take it together. Here we go. You've decided to rewatch a TV show. Which one of these popular comedies do you choose? Friends, The Office, Big Bang Theory, Arrested Development, or It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? The Office. Of course you'd go with The Office. I disagree, but... I watch The Office all the time. Do you currently own, have, ever owned item... What the fuck? Holy shit, this isn't English. Do you currently own slash have you ever owned an item of decor or any merch that relates to Harry Potter in any way? Yes! No! Um, now we here we have a picture of a dog, and it says, what is this? A dog, a doggo, a heckin' good boy, a, do- a, a doge, or a pupper? A dog. Yes. The, the doggo thing, I think, is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> who, who calls their, their dog a doggo? Yeah, or I just, like, how about just call it a puppy? Yeah. You've got an absolutely fire picture to post on Instagram. How do you caption it? No caption at all. No caption, just a series of relevant emojis with a straightforward story about the photo with a thoughtful, inspirational quote followed by a hashtag with lyrics from a song that loosely fits the situation in the photo. <laughs> I, so I, I need to go to my Instagram for this. I can guarantee you it's not... Um... I'm leaning towards no caption, just a series of emojis. Literally, mine is just like one sentence or one word. Sedona. (laughs) So I would say um, with a straightforward story about the photo. I'll go with that one. Yeah, I have one that's literally me camping. I did one camping emoji, but I don't have like a bunch of I didn't like put a bunch of emojis in it. It's funny, I do social media as my day job, but I am I am not basic enough to do like some interesting shit on my captions, I can tell you that much. <laughs> do you own slash have you ever owned a pair of Ugg slippers? No. Yes, and I still wear them. Okay. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I I my dad did learn about the popularity of Uggs. Um NAU had like a big thing. Um and it was the one of the funniest things ever. My dad was on a hunting trip and he was in a hotel in, up in Flagstaff. And he goes, I think I just watched two college girls do like a walk of shame. And he's like, but they weren't holding heels or anything. They were uh, they were holding their boots. What are those things called again? And I was like, Uggs? He's like, yeah, they were holding their boots. And for some reason, whenever I, like, think about Uggs, that's all I can think about. Because who holds boots? You hold (laughs) heels because your feet are tired and you don't want to walk in heels. Who holds boots? And especially when it's snowing outside. Shouldn't you want to put those boots on? (laughs) That's hilarious. And the most NAU story I've ever heard. Okay, I think... Oh, we have two more left. Okay, we have to choose one of the following songs. I already have a front runner here. Uh, but So you have to, like, really, really convince me to choose something else other than the song. I'm already pre-choosing. Okay, do we choose Black Eyed Peas' I Got a Feeling? Do we choose Despacito, 
remix? Do we choose Fergalicious from Fergie? Do we choose Mr. Brightside or Allie and AJ potential breakup song? Whatever the fuck that is. This is the potential breakup song. You know it? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, well, it, it's it's actually a pretty pretty good song. Um, but back in the day, uh, it was uh, it was pretty popular. I actually feel like, um, I would definitely say I really there's not actually a question on this one. It would probably be Mr. Brightside for me. Okay, good. I agree. Yes. Have you ever referred to yourself as a girl boss or aspired to the girl boss lifestyle? <laughs> yes, I'm a proud girl boss. I did when I was younger, but not anymore. Never, not once. I do have a thing, um, like a, like a little cartoony drawing or whatever in my room that does say hashtag girl boss on it. And it is simply because of the fact that when I want to not get up and go to work in the morning, I look at it and it is the most like basic picture ever. Like she's wearing a jean jacket and a coffee. And then I think to myself, you know what? If the basic people can get up and live that way every day, <laughs> I can go and be the best version of a a basic girl boss i can be and it's actually very motivating so um i do have something that has girl boss on it okay so let's see it's calculating our results here ha! <laughs> 100 chuggy you were unapologetic unapologetically chuggy baby own it so what exactly about that is chuggy? What that I that we like Mr. Brightside and Mr. Brightside's an old song. What are, what were we supposed to choose? Despacito. Yeah, I guess. Although I would consider Despacito more chuggy than Mr. Brightside. Uh, and also too, if they want to claim Justin Bieber, go right ahead. He is three months older than me, and he's definitely part of my generation. If you want to claim Justin Bieber, we'll give him to you if you want. <laughs> so, um, one more quick thing here. Well, we'll make it quick before we go, because it's getting late. Quickly, who are you rooting for, Vegas or Colorado? Colorado. Uh, I think so, too. I'm, 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 I think I'm rooting for Colorado. I'm sorry to our friends of uh, of the Vegas podcast, but I just mm, your fans have killed it for me, basically. Um, and I genuinely feel like the Avs have a very deep, very strong team that has a chance to really just take the entire thing. So um, I'm jumping on that bandwagon and fast. The Avalanche won seven to one in Game One against the Golden Knights. So, in case you're wondering how things are going in that series, it's very much all Colorado. Okay, so do you have anything else before we go? No, other than the fact that all I was trying to do was call you out for the fact that you wanted to talk about the Chuggy thing, and we ended up talking about the Chuggy thing for way too long. We did it for ten minutes. That's you're right. That's way way too long. <laughs> 
I feel like par for the perfect. par for the coast for the course of this show. Just, just not not really have a plan of what to do and then figure it out as we go. But the crossover episode is in the works. Stay in the lookout for that at some point coming to a podcast platform near you. Um, follow us on Twitter at Corey underscore Richie show. The Instagram is Corey Richie show. Follow Corey at Corey Nicole with two E's. You can follow me at our Flores 91 and follow the network at hockey Podnet, And of course, DraftKings promo code THPN until the next time. Good night and good hockey, everybody.